Broadway Sword Podcast, the hockey podcast that talks about Buffalo Sabres and New York Rangers hockey, hosted by John Scuza. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Broadway Sword Podcast. I am your host, John Scuza, and on today's episode, we are going to talk about the newest acquisition by the New York Rangers as they pick up Patrick Kane from the Chicago Blackhawks after weeks and weeks of speculation. It was one of the worst-kept secrets in hockey, let's be real. I mean, Patrick Kane said, I wanted to go to the Rangers. He was very distraught after the Rangers picked up Vladimir Tarasenko. And he basically forced Chicago's hand to become a New York Ranger. And it's finally done after, you know, weeks or, you know, a week or two of speculation and wondering of what's this deal going to be like. So we're going to talk about that today. And we're also going to talk about how the Rangers have broken their losing streak that they were currently on because of the Patrick Kane deal, I would say, because they had to put out some weird lineups. So we'll talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about the Sabres three-game win streak, beating some really, really profound and good teams, especially that are in the same playoff race as them. So we'll start out with the Rangers, who, like I said, Patrick Kane is a New York Ranger. So the expected trade is going to be Patrick Kane for a second-round pick, that can become a first-round pick this upcoming offseason if the Rangers make the Eastern Conference Finals and a fourth-round pick. And the and there was a third team to help broker the deal for Chicago and that or for Chicago and the Rangers, and that was the Arizona Coyotes, who are going to receive a fifth-round pick from the Rangers to help broker this deal. So Patrick Kane is a New York Ranger. Fantastic! Awesome! Can't wait to watch him play tomorrow night against Philly. But the problem was, is I felt like that that the, this, this deal that was, you know, the worst kept secret in hockey kind of bogged the Rangers down a little bit because the Rangers for the last three games had to give up or had to play with some weird lineups. So it all started because the Rangers were accumulating cap space because of they had to have a certain amount of players on their active roster to accumulate cap space over time. And they had to do some maneuvering. Rangers general manager Chris Trey had to do some maneuvering where he had to release some players, trade some players. Vitaly Kratsov got dealt to the Vancouver Canucks for a very small deal there. And then they released Jake, or they put Jake Lecision, who was a fourth line center that they picked up earlier in the season, on waivers to clear some more cap space. And then they put uh, Braden Schneider, uh, sent him down to Hartford to free up some more cap space for the Rangers. But the Rangers were trotting out lineups that were very weird. They were trotting out a line, the lineups of 11 forwards and 7 defensemen. So. Normally, your typical hockey lineup is 12 forwards, 6 defensemen, where you have four lines of three forwards, you know, and then you also have, and then you have three lines of two defensive pairs, you know, two guys. But the Rangers were trotting out 11 and 7, and it was weird because they basically were rolling three, almost four lines, and they would rotate defensemen and their bottom two forwards who would normally be on the fourth line in and out of the lineup. And it looked weird, and it, 
did not help that the Rangers were in the middle of a slump. Igor Shesterkin was not playing well, and the Rangers weren't scoring. They lost. This, the losing streak started with an overtime loss in Calgary where they was a, it was a weird road trip where the Rangers just, you know, they had put up 11 goals in the past two games against Vancouver and Edmonton where the Rangers were on a winning streak. And then they all of a sudden just cooled off right away. They lost 3 2 to Calgary because they took a penalty in overtime, and, you know, that's going to happen. But then you get goalied by Connor Hullabug and put up 50 plus shots, and Victor Trocek is the only one that was able to find the back of the net. You lose 4 1 to Winnipeg. So you're like, okay, whatever, you got goalied. Then you go into Detroit, and basically the same thing happens. Vili Huso plays really well. Rangers lose 4 1 again. Vincent Trocek, the only one to score. Then you go into Washington, and this was the second iteration of this 11-7 lineup, and you lose Ryan Lindgren after a hit on uh, from TJ Oshie that made it look like he had separated his shoulder. So you're down to now 11-6. and six. You're down to 17 guys instead of your traditional 18. And just bad, bad play. And the way Shuster could play in the first period, it was 1-1. You know, Goudreau scored for the Rangers, and... They just fell apart in the second and third. And again, you're just like the frustration of like, what the what the hell is going on with this team? You know, like what happened to this team that went on a seven game winning streak and looked unstoppable. And now they've just fallen apart. And they finally came back around the following night against the LA Kings and they won 5-2. Now there was some controversy in that game where Keandre Miller was given a match penalty and he for spitting on Drew Doughty, and looking back at the tape, it looks like it was kind of an accidental, non-accidental thing. He has been suspended three games by the NHL player safety. So, not a good look for the Rangers. And plus, that was another game where they only played four defensemen. Brain Schneider was dressed, but did not play that game for the Rangers. So, it's, you know, but they were able to stay up the losing streak. They finally got the, 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 the deal done to bring in Patrick Kane. And now it's go time. The Rangers have 22 games left in the season. It's go time. They are in a weird spot where they're such they're a young team, but they're also in that win now mode. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. They got that taste of a deep playoff run, and they're ready to go. You pick in, you bring in two guys that are best friends with Artemi Panarin, where Panarin is outside friends with Tarasenko. Longtime best friend with Tarasenko and a great teammate and a former teammate when Panarin spent his time in Chicago and Patrick Kane. It's time to go. And it's on. The, the fun part of the season starts. The Baby Rangers are noticeable. They're all having career years. We're They're ready to go. And we got, like I said, we have 22 games to go. Rangers, and they, they have, they got a good stretch to get going. Wednesday, tomorrow night, you play in Philadelphia and Philly. Team not doing so hot. Then the, then you then you play a back-to-back where you go back home and you take on Ottawa. Well, this was some bad blood since the last game, you know, with the fights and the hits and the tri- and the Kachucks. And so that will be an interesting game. And then on Saturday, you have a 1 o'clock game against the Boston Bruins in Boston. Always a fun game to watch. Best team in the NHL. Almost at 100 points already. They have 95 points in the standings currently. So it's going to be really fun to watch. 
and I'm sorry, Boston has 97 points in the standings currently right now. But it's going to be a really fun game to watch. And those are three good tests because you got two, t- you got a team, you got a team that's not doing so hot that it's its own dumpster fire with John Torrell behind the bench and just trades and scratches and all that stuff that that whole just a mess in Philadelphia. Then you got a team that kind of bullied you in your own rink early in the season, and then you're taking on the best team in the NHL by far. That's a good stretch to get going, especially starting to build this chemistry with Patrick Kane in your lineup going forward. So we'll see. The Rangers currently sit 34-17-9 with 77 points, third in the Metro, like they've been all year. They are currently six points behind the New Jersey Devils. New Jersey has a game in hand on them currently. So, But it will be interesting to see because that's the team the Rangers are going to have to play in the first round of the playoffs most likely. And that's a team, as a Rangers fan, that's a team I want to get in front of because I want Game 7 in Madison Square Garden. I refuse for it to be in the Prudential Center. So, moving on. Buffalo Sabres, three-game winning streak in the midst of a playoff spot. They are playing meaningful hockey games for the first time in like 12 years. This is awesome. The Sabres kind of had a flip thing of the Rangers. They were on a they were on a slide. They were not winning games. They were losing. And then they switched it around. Now they've beaten three really meaningful teams. You beat Tampa Bay 6-5 in overtime. You walk into Florida and complete the, the back-to-back Florida sweep with a 3-1 win over a Panthers team that should not be where they are right now. And then you go home and Dylan Cousins scores a hat-trick and you win 7-4 on a Washington team that played a brutal game with the Rangers the night before, 7-4. And they are fighting for playoff position, and they're without two of their top players. Alex Tuck is currently gone on the injured reserve, and he is out indefinitely. There's no time to return on when he can come back. Rasmus Dahlin is day-to-day, and he will be out for, especially tonight's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets at 7.30 on ESPN+. Plus, where So they're without two players, but... They are playing really well. They're on a three-game win streak. Like I said, they're fighting for a playoff position. They're playing meaningful games, and they're finally doing what I've been saying they should do. They're beating teams in front of them. They're uh, in front of them or in front of them, with them, and behind them. That's what they're doing, and that's what they need to do. This is going to be a Sabres team that is going to be scary good coming down the stretch and keeping teams like the old guard of Washington and Pittsburgh and the Islanders, that's a, this Sabres team is going to be sitting there and holding these teams off and keeping them away. They might steal a playoff spot from one of those two teams. And honestly, if I'm Buffalo, even if you don't make the playoffs, make sure you get ahead of that old guard and keep them away. Keep winning. You have so many games in hand. You have a get, You have five games in hand on the Islanders right now. You have a game in hand on Pittsburgh, who's only a point ahead of you. You have a game in hand on Detroit, who's two points behind you. You have three games, in, or you, yeah, you have three games in hand on Florida, who's two, two points behind you. You have four games in hand on Washington, who's two points behind you. If the Sabers keep winning hockey games, and Tage Thompson, who's got forty goals on the season now, if they just keep rolling, keep winning games, beating teams in front of them, staying competitive against teams that you know are. Probably overmatched because the Sabres do have a game coming up against Boston on Thursday in Boston, which is always going to be a tough game for them. If they just stay competitive and win games, they could see themselves going to the play- the to playoffs for the first time in a decade. 
this is the time the time is now for them the time is now it's going to be a fantastic end of this season trade deadline is next friday and or this coming friday or yes this coming friday is the trade deadline i'm sorry yes the trade deadline is coming this friday and we are in for a fantastic end of the season so buckle up everybody that is if oh i'm sorry Currently, Buffalo is sitting at 31-23-4 with 66 points, fourth in the Atlantic, third in the Western Conf- or third in the wild card race right now. Like I said, they're only a point behind Pittsburgh with a game in hand. Their upcoming schedule, they have a game tonight against Columbus. Then they travel to Boston on Thursday and take on the Bruins. Then you go into Saturday and take on the Lightning again. Maybe round two of another big win. I go for Tampa. And then Monday you return or er, Monday you our home against a Edmonton team that is fighting for playoff spots. Now we're done with this episode. Buckle up, everybody. This is going to be a fun end of the season. That is it for this episode of the Broadway Sword Podcast. Thank you for listening. I will see you on the next one. Go Rangers. Go Sabres.